Greetings and jingle all the way to the Wendert cast, the holly jolly podcast delving into the festive wonders of the Metaverse Football League. Tinsel your ears, dear listeners, as Calvinator and myself Jimbo don their Santa hats and unwrap the latest NFL presents, updates, transfers and developments straight from the North Pole. Um, I mean the Metaverse. And just like Santa would say, a merry disclaimer, this podcast is all about the joy of the game not financial advice. So grab some virtual hot cocoa, cozy up the yuletide pixelated fire and join us for a sleigh ride through the magical world of metaverse football festivities. <laughs> what about that, eh? What about that? Calvinator, what, what are we doing today, mate? After my, well, I say my, and it's not yours, it's ChatGBT's uh, little intro there. Hope everyone liked that. Yes. What, are we on, what are we talking about today? Lo- lovely intro. Yes, it's a special uh, Christmas episode, and uh, yes, thank you to ChatGPT for that first little gift of turning our intro into a lovely festive uh, one. Um, so it will be a little bit different today than other episodes. First of all, we have no guest, and we're going to kind of wrap up the year, uh, let's say, by talking about, uh, well, actually answering some questions from the community. Mm-hmm. who submitted them after our little giveaway on Twitter. So we created a Wendirk cast advent calendar with all your questions inside. We'll use the lucky wheel to open one uh, little box and then uh, discuss those questions. But we, we wanted to make sure that our listeners have some Wendirk content to listen to for the next two Mondays during the festive period. And we thought, well, we'll do it all in one go and then everyone can still listen to us. So yeah, let's get straight into it. And maybe also a little debrief about the live stream and the Winder Cup. It was really fun to do. Of, yeah. of course, you had a bit of an emotional ride during the roller coaster. Yeah, nearly, nearly went all the way is what probably would have been a, quite a big underdog, conceding an extra time of the final. But yeah, overall, I thought the stream was really good. We had people come on afterwards, Fantasy and a few others, Philly Busters showcasing their, their packs to us on stream, which was great. And I think everyone really enjoyed the 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 live streaming of the the knockout games of Wendert Cup. So I'm um, super excited for hopefully another Wendert Cup in a month's time, which I think will be the final drop of the season, I think. Right? Yes, with the final Legos, uh, final Lego packs, uh, final drop. So let's yeah, let's have another fun Wendert Cup edition, edition number three. Yeah, it was really great, great uh, stream again. Always fun to do it and uh, have people come on... Uh, Show some uh, pack openings, etc. So really fun. Yeah, so personal journey. I think you already talked a little bit about Wensum, but you also had a cup final. Had right? a cup final, which we won 2-1 after going... Sorry Congrats. if you can hear a knock nice. in the background. It's my radiator. But um, we won 2-1 in the Contenders Cup final after going 1-0 down. And the guy who we beat in the final was a guy who, or a club that we had in the group stage who won all six games in the group stage, beat me twice already. And I thought, oh no, it's the one team I don't want to play against. It's someone I've already lost against. But fortunately, managed to reverse, reverse sweep, we'll call it. And um, I made our second piece of silverware for the season, <laughs> which, you know, I think this time last week, I said that one of us is going to be sad. One of us is going to be smug when it comes to League 18 and Iron Division. Sorry to say, mate, Wyverns yes. took the title this one. It was a hard-fought title. 
but it was a very entertaining one and i don't think we could have asked for a more thrilling nail-biting entertaining season not just in general but because of what it meant to us on this podcast as well yeah it was uh, yeah unfortunately it didn't win but i really enjoyed that season and it was really fun to talk about almost every day in the chat and see what uh, was going on but yeah in the last match i had to win and i i didn't win so <laughs> and also on goal difference i would not have won probably yeah you need to outscore uh, me by three i think didn't you yeah of four so no it's a well-deserved win and uh, the navigators Cheers, will be back to uh, to have some revenge i'll see you yeah again, for hopefully. for me it was all kind of falling the wrong way in the end but uh that's football, all right? That's uh, yeah. Like I, uh, I lost one semi-final in extra time also, and then uh, yeah, just didn't win the the league with the navigators. Just didn't win the league with the Corsair Cove. So that's uh, that's how it goes sometimes. And hopefully, we can add more silverware next season. Not yeah. for Dev updates. Well, when we are recording it, we officially did not have. Definitely no. yet, but it I is can... Friday, so they could come any second now. To be fair, they could, they could come any second. But I think I kind of know what is in there, so I'm gonna use a little crystal ball to predict the <laughs> death updates. So probably we're gonna say something about player stats because yeah. we had a sneak peek today of uh, individual stats in player profiles. Yep, which look. Uh, really cool so you can see each season how many uh, minutes someone played uh, goal scored assist yellow card uh, uh, red card so this will be yeah really awesome moving forward as we keep adding season that we can really see the development of players and how they're performing so player stats probably the team will say something about that uh, but it's coming very soon i think there need to be a little bit of tweaking done right you said yeah i wouldn't be surprised if the dev update is getting delayed until that's done also there's a new tournament coming up holiday heroes you can register right now for that uh, tournament festive tournament yes so probably some work also had to be done to uh, to set that up and uh, announce everything so please register if you want to keep having some competitive metaverse football fun um also boxing day so some people i've actually i've ha- already have two tournament entries for the box can you give me one <laughs> I, i've not got one <laughs> i, I would give you one. one if it's uh, if it's possible i, I know, know someone's got four i think i think four I think someone's got four i know of yeah it's mad yeah oh no all three supposed to be a new max of three i think lucas said once yeah but anyway yeah uh, why am i talking about this because in the advent calendar uh, you can win tournament entries for the boxing day uh, tournament nice tradition right in england you play on boxing day um, so yes and mfl boxing day. we also play now on boxing day with a little tournament so i guess that also needs some uh, some setting up transfer window is open again which is great so you can keep building your squads and cancel some contracts sign some new guys and finally well, one thing I'm also know for sure is that they keep working on the engine. Oh yeah, they always mention yeah, updates like, and working I mean, engine. Yeah, yeah. engine work. So I mean, inherently, you could probably argue it's going to be formation tweaking based on the advent calendar. So yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So from the the quests and the friendlies with the new formations you can find in your advent calendar, there's data coming in. So probably they use that to fine tune formations before properly releasing them. 
And the secret project is still going on. I assume so. I'm pretty yep. sure it's still going on. It won't be revealed as like a Christmas miracle. Uh, I'm not anticipating that. Okay, anything else to add to updates, MFL updates? No, nope. MFL dev updates. Uh, yeah, done. so those were the, the dev updates from my crystal ball. Season updates. I think we need to talk about the meta mercenaries. Congratulate them on a double. On the double, yeah. On the double for this season. So That's... congratulations, Ronan and meta mercenaries. I think he said that the his consortium of clubs did pretty well this season across the board. So he's had a successful year. So good on you, Ronan. Yeah, no, good job. We should still have uh, Ronan on the pot to uh, talk about his yeah. uh, his strategies Just... and management uh, of his teams and clubs and consortium. That will be really interesting. Maybe we can did, find out. Did you um? Did you secrets. say you want? You, did you think that ballers were going to come top of the league? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I was just looking at the table and I just saw the. the yeah. I saw that the bottom went off. Oh. Yeah. Now, well, well, they won the preseason tourney, but they could not uh, consolidate that form. Yeah, they That's ended a, on the ninth. That's spot. a rough, a rough. And you said Meta, right? No, I know. I didn't want to go for them. I said Samba. I said Scrub Samba. Samba, which came third in the end. Which I think I think they were third. They went down to fifth and then came back up to third again. Um, but obviously, Dio's Bishoni Milano coming up from bottom for most of the season, so now racking up uh, twenty-two points. So he's done well since the engine update. Looks like that's for yeah. Um, that's David uh, him. He he made a nice uh, recovery. Um, so if, if it was a real season, uh, he, he avoided relegation. Uh, with that move, Parque Ibirapuera. If we look at them from reigning champions to six spot, I guess in the boardroom there's some talks going on there. What happened there? Um, but yeah, yeah, I think the story is just Meta Mercenaries having an amazing season, winning the double. And if you also look at the points, they have 32, uh, Club Elitico Tango 28, Samba 23. So that gap from one to three, uh, nine points. So yeah, well deserved. Um, Winners of the double, I think. Definitely. Great job to them. Marketplace. Yeah, we're there. Marketplace update. So a couple of shout-outs, and then I'll let you do the Splash of the Week because everyone loves that when you do <laughs> Splash of the Week. Uh, active in the market. I think I want to talk a bit about Stagana, if I pronounce it well. He's always consistently buying. He seems to have a great strategy with this. Also loads of comments. So what you see is loads of comments being listed, like high sixes for two, three dollar, and Stagana is like scraping that floor also this week. Uh, another shout out. Uh, well, actually, also Bosco, I saw him doing the same thing, but then for Ukrainian talent. So he... Uh, he loves Ukrainians. He loves the Ukrainian talent and consistently buys them if he sees them on the market. And Bosco also brought in his brother... He's called Pablo, maybe Paul. I, I think he's not called Pablo on the special. I think no, it's it's Paul. It's Paul. It's Paul. It's Paul. Yeah, but it's Paul. Uh, but it's nice to see uh, to see Bosco's brother join the game, and he got a Dublin license, and he's also been active buying some players. So welcome to that. That was NFL. a Dublin a Dublin license from a pack as well. From a pack, yeah. That's wasn't that's just nice. from the market. He got in a pack, which I think what you think is great luck, but also great just in general. Isn't isn't that saying about luck in the Irish? That's like, yeah, luck uh, of the Irish, luck yeah. Luck of the Irish, right? So this is like the the 
best example of that, I would say. And you can't get relegated either because it's a stone club. So, you know, it's a win-win, really. Definitely. Um, and final shout-out to Fra Joko 9 who I also did not know before. It's like a new name. And he got a nice Italian license, Monza, Stone, some players. So he's also setting up to soon join some competitive metaverse football. Now, Jimbo, time for... Splash of the Week! Splash of the Week. This week's Splash of the Week goes to Ronan, purchasing an 84-rated right mid... Francisco Ramos for $219. Bosh. So, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> I've, and I've been I told like I have it. to I pronounce like first names as well. So, I've, this one's yes. quite easy. Francisco, this was quite easy. But it looks like an 84-rated right mid for $219. Good purchase. I think this was two days ago. And it looks like, just from the overall and the stats, it probably is going to be maybe his Metamercenaries bench or could be his second team starter I'm not quite sure as yet but Ronan even after his double with the Meta Mercenaries still keen to add players high quality yeah. players to his gallery no it's a very nice versatile player and I think it's another example of this this gap between 84 high rare 85 low legendary this I, I still cannot put my finger on it why this gap exists but if it's just the color or like the tear, uh, that, that matters. But yeah, a lot of 84s uh, are being sold around that level. So really good purchase yeah, by, uh, by Ronin. Mm -hmm. I think he said it was like a reward, right, for his team. Uh, yeah. It's like they, they played so well. Yes. New player. And also, I can't remember who it is, and I apologize because I can't remember, but actually I can probably go have a look now, that there was a trade done yesterday for a legendary player as well. Um, between Flying Finn receiving nothing, bit suspect, <laughs> and then big old Eric receiving um, Miladin Vargo, who is a 89 rated left back. That could be a bargain of the week, but I'm pretty sure there's some top shot moments or some other NFTs or cash. Behind the scenes transactions going on. Yes, there is... There is something involved there. I cannot imagine um, people are giving Legos away. Nice. So, how Dirk, because I think how Dirk this week, we finally have good content. Yes. Dirk. Yes, we managed to. I managed to screenshot Dirk's stats just before Yaks whipped them off the website. So, we've now got his official breakdown of this season. We've just got this season because the two seasons before were a little bit pants. But this week, though, he's managed to grab himself three assists, two of which were in the cup final, which I was watching that live. And I was I was a bit bittersweet, really, because he got he was got two assists in the final, but he was playing against the guy that my legendaries loaned out to. So I wanted him to win. So I was like, yeah, it would like, have been uh, more points would have been you. nice. It would have been more points. I've actually nearly five times my points this season, which I think is quite mad. Um, but enough of me and get back to Dirk and how he's done. Over the season, he's played 28 games. He scored two goals and he's made seven assists with one yellow card to his name. Which, I mean, what, if we're... 
he gets a, a goal or assist one every three games near enough yeah but what what is interesting about his stats is that he's like a real cup fighter for some reason in cup matches he he steps it up right yeah he's got if he's like four assists in the cup and outside in the league zero and then preseason three so for some reason <laughs> yeah the the league is not uh not performing well but if there's a cup he gets activated he's like, yeah he's decent in the cup but he's yes. just pants in the league but this will mean that now because these player stat pages coming out we'll be able to break down his performances a bit better each match or each game week each season and then we can start to make out trends and anomalies and this, that, the other. Really get to analyse and scrutinise Dirk's performances more, which is great. Dirk, uh, there will be a lot of how Dirking uh, coming up. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yes, so this brings us to the Wendirk Advent Calendar, yep. our little Christmas special. So, how does it work? We did a giveaway on Twitter. And your job, if you participated in the giveaway, was to ask us a question. And all the questions, we've given a number and put them, these numbers, in the lucky wheel slash the advent calendar. Yep. And we're going to open them and answer them. Yes. That's how it works. That is how it works. I just want to say a big thank you to all of you who have participated in the giveaway and have who follow us on Twitter at the Wendertcast, who retweeted that post and obviously sent on these questions as well. It's brilliant to see so many questions being sent in that we're now going to try and answer if your number pops up. So let's go ahead and spin the wheel. Hopefully in the in this you'll be able to hear the audio as well. You can actually hear us spinning the wheel and we get Oh look at that. The first number one. The first first spin is number one. And the first question, or what's behind number one, is a question from Big Daddy Erak saying, what is the best name for an MFL team? I'll let you go yes. first, mate. What, what's the best yes, name so for an MFL team? I, I think this question, I interpret it a bit as like, in general, like an MFL team, like what's the best name or how do you pick uh, the best name? I think from all the MFL teams, I don't really have preference but as discussed before in uh, our episodes about branding and identity i really like names that are a bit authentic like they they look a bit like they could be real club names real football club names and that they link in some way to the location and and like the culture history geography like everything we discussed so that to me is a good mfl name if it's if it's really building this contributing to this metaverse of like um yeah different locations and it honors the license in some way i think that would be my answer yeah i i'm on the same wavelength as you mate i i think that i'm a big geography nerd and buff geek whatever so i like anything with geographical context to it whether that's something nearby or the city or you know like a mountain range or in my case for my wents and wyverns it's a river that flows through Norfolk and through Norwich. So anything on, on that piece as well. But also I like, I like names that 
such as Wentz and Wyverns, you can just say one part of the name and everyone knows who you're talking about still. Yeah, so like for your nice. air and cold navigators, I can just mm -hmm. say navigators and everyone knows who I'm talking to. That yeah. sort of thing. I, yeah. I, I, I like that part to name as well. So yeah, there we go. Next spin. Move number one. We can't get number one again. Let's see if we can get number two. Number 14. 14. Let Who's 14? Dull. I hope that is... Uh, yeah, there's a Twitter user called Dull. And he had the question, can the formation be sold? Can the formation it, it be sold? It sounds like always like a mysterious question. Can the formation be sold? Is that we're selling? We're, we're, we're selling the formation or does he mean... Can you like solve the formation? I, don't I really think know. I think what he alludes to is like uh, now all those formations are uh, are available to us, right? Yeah. So you would have maybe like a license to to play four four two. You need to oh. have like different NFTs for formations to use in the game. I guess. Oh my word! That would be chaos, wouldn't it? It would be chaos. They're never gonna do it. Uh, I also wouldn't like it because it's just part of the game is that you can play all formations, but technically what? it might be something you could sell, I guess. So what what does that remind me of? You know, in FIFA Ultimate Team where you could buy position changes for players and things like cam to centre forward or centre forward to striker were always really expensive positional changing cards on the marketplace because they were the most popular. It'd be like right. Someone's gonna buy all of the, you know, all of the four, two, three, one formations, and then just whack them all at hundred dollars. You know, just have like real yeah. expensive formations. Inherently, all of the five at the back would be like a fiver. Probably, yeah. But yeah, I mean, can it be sold? Well, yes, could be. Should it be done? No. Will it be done? No. So. I mean, yes. you can't. You, yeah, you you can't now, can you? No, so. no. That's it's it's not. And not desirable and spin. I don't know how loud this is for the users, but we'll um Oh three. There we three. go. Question three is is number three. Is that question three? Yeah. Question three comes from Top Shop Top from the neck. Top Shot Dub V one. He goes, What's the most important position in your formation to be above average and or which captain boost do you think has the biggest team benefit? So I'll go ahead and start with this. I think, for me personally, the most important position in my formation that's got to be above average is is my striker. Just has to be one of my frontline forwards. Has to be my striker, and that in turn leads me to, or at least the second part of your question, which captain boost do you think is the biggest benefit for my team? I will also captain my striker as well, and because I believe that's the position you should be above average in. Who gets you the goals in a team? And you know, in a formation, etc., it's your striker. So captain him. You want him to be above. That's my personal preference. But obviously, these are all subject to change. The captain, I can maybe change in future seasons. But at the moment, forward, forward position for me for captain and striker should be the position, which should be above average, I believe, in, in your teams. How about you? I tend to have the same, but I think, yeah, center mid. Of course, it's or center center back. I guess those are a bit cliche, but yeah, you want to have some kind of rock solid people there. So or maybe like a, a CDM with high physical, high passing, high defense, some kind of 
say we like kind of lock right lock on the yeah. door kind of that's that's also an important one but yeah i also prefer to have an attack like attacker as captain and have a, a great yeah. attacker because you just need that finishing you need those goals um so i prefer that but i'm also tempted just like the whole center line center mid center back they need to be above average yeah i, I, I think a great way to look at that is the spine of a formation like straight down yeah. the middle the, the striker the center mid the center back you need them to all be strong and if you've got a strong spine spinal structure in your in your team then you've got good solid foundations to 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 grow outwards with that's that's probably a good way of looking exactly at it, right? yeah that's what i wanted to say so exactly mate i knew <laughs> I, I knew I couldn't get out Number nine. Number this is nine. from Bastis52 on Twitter, part of the French MFL scene. It says, when do you think we get some advanced tactics? What would you like? What would what do we want to see in those what tactics? We like? well, I think we see them. Mm, do you reckon we see them first quarter of 24? Um, I think Up so. Up until April? I think at least some... Because I know one, it's it's one of the priorities to to add more tactical depth. I think Carlos, uh, JC, sorry, <laughs> I keep I keep saying one. Carlos. It is JC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now he confirmed that also, right? That he he's really working on, on on that, and the team is prioritizing that, and at least some pre-game. That's already advanced tactics. I think if you pre-game, you can say more attacking, more defensive. You can change some settings there. So. If if that's already advanced tactics, advanced enough, definitely Q one. I think it's possible. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think if we can imagine an an alpha season zero point four, starting mid February. I don't know. Maybe we see some sort of advanced tactics for then. If not by the end of Q one, look at us being all financial and business. Hey, Q one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it could be at the start when it gets released. I'm not sure how in depth they will be, or terms of what's the possibilities and features will be included within advanced tactics. But I'd like to think, as you mentioned, it will be you can set up your, you know, park the bus, all that attack, main, you know, mainly attacking, slightly defending, that sort of thing. The neutral, you can sort of select those sort of features. Then in time. We'll be able to maybe set particular tactics for the strikers or the midfielders or the defenders, like win backs, you know, push yeah, up or exactly. you know, if we're gonna we're gonna start inverting full backs into a centre mid position once they get up the field, <laughs> like Trent, you know, maybe a bit too complex for the engine to handle right now. But I think I think just some sort of mentality I attacking think, or defensive yeah, mentality. I think it's already good. pretty advanced if you have fifteen formations and then you can also select your level of, of, of like attacking, defending pre-game. That's already so many variations and so much. And then also the players you select. So I think that's already pretty advanced and that will yeah. be pretty soon. Definitely like Q1 or end of Q1, I think. Yeah. Right. I mean, open that advent calendar door. Number 10. <laughs> this is a good one. When Dirk... So when, not when Dirk, but when Dirk special player packs, Apex and GH. 
or Apex Ninja. Uh, he asked that. Do you know what? I'd love to see some. Well, we've already seen sort of like special packs or you know jerseys with the. Um, who was it? Floaty, Dapper, and is there anyone else or just those two? I think they're the two jerseys that are, have different on them. Wouldn't it be cool though? A Wendirk shirt in there. A Wendirk, a Wendirk shirt. A Wendirk I was. Kit, I yes. don't know if you saw today that obviously Dane won the Wendirk Cup on Tuesday, and he's like, "Where's my trophy?" And obviously, there's no trophy for it. Do you reckon if I was, if we were to make a trophy and then send it to Yaks and say, "Can you use this for the future?" Do you reckon they'd do it? Because I, I got, I got, politely. I got Mid Journey to make a really sick ass trophy i don't know if you've see, seen it in the chairman's lounge channel on discord mid journey's recently released their v6 and it's, it's actually pretty nuts i might see if i can get someone on fiverr to say can you basically downgrade this in the style of what we've already currently got and then just say right yaks i've got a trophy for everyone who's won it so far and wins it in the future let's give them that it could happen anything's possible i, I reckon we yeah. could do that that sounds cool <laughs> but about pecs yeah i mean it, it, it's one, it could be possible. Also with the the World Cup, you know, like uh, one year ago, right? There was these nation kits, like Danish shirts, Dutch yeah. shirts, French shirts. So there could be like a Wendirk shirt, like in that, uh, in our like stylish pink, purple style. Yeah, that could be possible. Is it anything we are planning or doing? Like, no, not at all. But who knows? Maybe in the year we have some special pack. Maybe so. maybe we have to like sponsor MFL and we get like two two jerseys in the whole ecosystem have mine and your face on the shoulders <laughs> with 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 Dirk on the and, podcast, and the podcast and logo. Yeah, and they're really rare. Would be cool. Would be cool. Right. Seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, that's that one. Yeah, so it's also a, 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 a question we can uh, interpret multiple ways. It is from a user called, I think in Dutch, Plokmei. He, he, you pronounce it because he also added the Dutch flag at the end. Yeah. But that could be also related to the question because it says, should I try to build a national team of my own? So I think he means a team with players of the same nationality because yes. there's no way you can build a national team. Should he do it? Yeah. If he can if he if he can he wants to go for it. I think seeing seeing teams with full nationalities is great. Especially if we get the or when we get sort of that nationality boost, however small or big. Yeah, that I is. think it, I think it is a really fun thing to to pursue. I also want to start doing that and it just adds way more fun to checking the marketplace if you don't see a player of that nationality being listed or it it makes it a bit more fun and then also yeah it's a bit of a flex right like having a team with players of the same nationality so yeah. definitely go for it six 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 question the six. joff who was the best overall striker for all tournaments? Who was the best Who was overall the best striker? striker for all tournaments? That's a really good question. I assume for all tournaments referring to 0.3 as a whole, or does he mean all three seasons? 
I think more like old tournaments, yeah, like end of this season, but so all the yes. cups. Yeah, or like the cup and the league and the preseason. But yeah, well, well, we can we can again inter- interpret it in Who's the ways. Best, I I I will say someone that I know's done really well this season is in Brandon's Clough. I think it's Scott Clough. For his North London Novas, he picked up the league and the cup golden boot for this season. And even though he came sec- he came second in both cup and league, and he managed to get the golden boot in both those as well, which I think is pretty good. So my shout would be Scott Clough for this season. Yes, now he's, he's definitely... Great striker. I think also Solmas. I mean, it's a bit cliche. Like he, he's the leading goal scorer in the, in the Diamond League, right? So yeah. it's, I mean, he deserves to be that striker because if if you're like the leading Premier League goal scorer, right? There's always like a Haaland or a Van Nistelrooy or Kane, and they are all amazing strikers. So he scored. I, he scored seventy six percent of his goals this season. Of of Joe B's OM legends. They yeah. scored seventeen, and he scored thirteen of them. Yeah, exactly. That also says a lot. That he's he's almost fully responsible for the whole. Production. Is that what you want in a Premier League team, though? I guess. What do you mean? Like, do you, do you want one player? Not school. No, you don't want it. But we are answering like, who is the best overall striker? And if you play for the team that ended uh, seventh in the league, and still you score thirteen goals. I think then you're a great striker, right? So he's the Harry Kane, essentially, of... <laughs> of, of MFL. Uh, of MFL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Plays for a so, bang average side that sometimes surprises and does well, but just scores goals. So my, my, my pick is Solmas. A bit cliche, but okay. There we go. Two different picks. So Solmas and Clough. 12. 12. This is from Ali Coleman. I like this one. <laughs> yeah. Not MFL related at all. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? Yes. Well, shall I say something embarrassing? That I've never watched Die Hard, actually. Really? Yes. I, rec- I recommend it. It's, it's, it's a Christmas film because it's set around Christmas. But it's not a film you'd watch at Christmas, but it's set in Christmas. Because like around a Christmas yeah. party, so yeah, and it's about like it's a uh, hostages, right, or like some store. I know that. Yeah, well, like action and I can't. I've I've saw it years ago, so I can't tie it off the top of my head. But it's it's not a film you'd watch at Christmas, but it's a Christmas film. Work that one out, hey. That's why yes. it's a great question. <laughs> we can also talk about the definition, but of course, but also like if we, it's the, some violence in there, right? And then yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Home Alone. I mean, he's also torturing those poor burglars, like Kevin. He's also doing <laughs> that. So that's also very violent in some way. And then we laugh it off as he's just, yeah, I was a bit sadistic, Kevin, right? Just a little so, like, kid. Just yeah. a little kid. Yes, but. It was about movies. Right, here we go. Number four. Four. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying this question. You can read <laughs> this one. I can't read this question. I've I've sinned before, so I can read it. But okay, who is the metaverse soccer football player, <laughs> footballer, soccer footballer? 
uh, of the season, of course, Staggert answered uh, or asked that question. Disgusting so question. who is just the, the the golden boot? Who is the, the or the best player of the season of this season? I guess one point three. That's a really good question. This season as well. Other candidates. Well, we said Let me just... already Solmas and Klo, uh, right? And Clough. Clough. Yeah, I, I, part of me might want to say Clough for this. But I, let me just have a look very quickly if it loads with the Platinum League 1. Oh, hello. So in Plat, you have a lot of candidates for this. Yeah, I'm just looking at... Because obviously we know about the, the Diamond Division. If we knew how to do data analysis and scrape numbers from, from this site, we could probably do a definitive definitive list yeah like i mean you're looking for people who score goals who give assists because that's all we can see defensively we cannot really see a lot i think the goalkeepers it's not really representative what we talked about right you want more like a save ratio and not total saves yeah so and the fatigue parts of giving up shots as well and well i get that works with both attackers and yeah cockers, isn't it yeah so with that reasoning if I look at Diamond League and passers, there's a couple a couple guys five, there's one six, and then Emmerich Müller has seven assists, and also he plays for Joe B's OM Legends, so that also is maybe uh, worthy of Footballer of the Year that he's playing for a team that's not performing very well, but he still manages to give seven assists and. Uh, boss around the midfield so i've got a one. question then can you be a footballer of the year if your team is bad i think so i think it's a bit dumb that always they pick like players from from very good teams like that doesn't say doesn't mean that you are good or bad i see that but yeah but if someone if you're finishing bottom half compared to finishing top six for example i think you have to pick someone who plays for a, a good side because it shows that they're still having an impact on that team you can be yeah. you can be good in a pile of rubbish like but can, you look good but can can one guy but like also the, he, he this era this emmerich muller was playing against meta mercenaries and against all those quality teams and giving assists so yeah and also you have 11 guys if you're one guy you do really well you're still gonna lose if the other 10 are not good so i don't know for me it's okay for me it's okay to do like kane you said kane like tottenham six seven sometimes eight still very good i still think it's scorer. a well i'll maybe call an undecided answer from me when it comes to this one i might go for clough though i think to get golden boot in both league and cup just looking at his stats now actually because yaks has just posted dev updates he got he played 28 games this season scored 30 goals not bad nice. not bad no definitely i mean i try to to put a new name in there but i agree with you that sounds like a, a, a very good candidate for this title yes so there we go taggard that is your award nomination from <laughs> me i can't name the award but that's the award that's the award yes five five four or now five let me check what five is oh this one 
Vogon asked who was the MFL manager of the year. Year got to go to Roland, surely. Yes. Two leagues, I think one cup, or has he done a double of the cups as well? Well, yeah, for sure. The double now winning two out of the three Diamond Leagues. So, yeah, he does have a very good team, but still to yeah to pull that it, off and to that 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 qualify that's definitely a nomination for manager of the year if you say there's two three seasons league and cup for every season we'll ignore like the, the pre-season things like that he's won what would it be 33 percent of all yeah no half he's won half of the trophies available for yeah. yeah, for the top tier, top tier trophies. Yeah, he's won half the competitive yeah. trophies available in 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 so far. So you've got you've got to give it to Ronan for yeah. the year anyway yeah. for the year. Yeah, and usually those awards, yeah, go go to the top team managers, and that's fair also. Yeah, I mean probably there's also loads of other managers out there who are really performing above their capacity. Let's say performing better yeah. than their their averages would suggest yeah but yeah to name one i think there's like you could name five uh, yeah and also i guess on that note congratulations to everyone who won silverware this year or this season so i say and also this year because you know you now get the nice little trophy if it's your first time getting a trophy this season then congratulations yes um if not i'm about to say try again well hard luck no go again next year stay strong Trust the process, be <laughs> resilient, and build back better. There we go. Trust Some positive process. words from myself. Yeah, I mean, that, that message there is really hurts if you see no trophies at this moment. Let's say that's, yeah. that, that, that hurts. So, so if, people, yeah, if people got rid of that message with a nice trophy, congrats. Spin. 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 What is 15. This? So question 15 is from Hardwellu. And his question was, or their question was, who is your MFL Ballon d'Or winner? Yes, so I think we kind of answered that question already before many times, but there are still some good players who definitely deserve a shout out. Also, this Clough, Clough, I can't pronounce his name. Clough. <laughs> Clough, yeah. That's more like a 0.3 guy. I think that name didn't appear. Yeah. But if you look... 2023 the whole year as like a, a reward then we cannot forget Erilmas the, yeah. the legendary striker from Dio who was scoring so many goals like before in 0.2 this season was a bit less but he he, he, he was a beast before right he was a top goal scorer in diamond for seasons one and two or 0.1 and 0.2, he grabbed 24 goals in the first season, which, to put that in context, that's nine goals better than second place. So he's absolutely stormed the the golden boot there. And then second season, he scored 17. So he's... Well, let me do the quick maths here. That's 41 goals, plus this season he got... 41 plus 8 49 goals he's got in three seasons which i think is a for a diamond player that is an outstanding outstanding piece of form and he's also i think in one of the seasons 
had a number of assists as well. He's also picked up joint assists for season 0.2. So if he can score, he also assists. Maybe this man is our Harry Kane. Maybe this man's our <laughs> yes. Harry Kane. Well, definitely uh, it could be our Ballon d'Or winner. And yeah, again, I, I mean, that. yeah, if you look at 0.3, it's a bit less, but overall. So that's our guy. Yes, you are. Eight. Eight. What is the most exciting new feature the team are looking forward to seeing live in 2024? And that's from mm. Mufasa or Lam3 Web Sports. Yeah, he has many club accounts. He, he asks this with the Arabia one. Um, <laughs> but it's the same guy. Um, well, this is a bit hard, right? It's f- for the team. So we are not the team. But although we talk to them... Uh, quite a lot also on the pod exciting new I, feature I, I think i know what they would say i think I'll, i i guess i'm going to answer it from what my favorite one is as well which i'm which i'm most looking forward to i oh but does it come through in 2024 though i so want to say no no it no i think it does i was going to say relegation and promotion but i'm not i'm going to say the full 22 2d visual that's yes. going to be the one that I'm personally most looking forward to. And I genuinely think we can see that in 2024. First half. I think definitely it's it's possible. Um, yeah, in the next year. And it will be super exciting. Because it will be visually so much more attractive and also shareable on Twitter. And it will really help uh, the game to grow also. So it will be very appealing. If we combine yeah. it already amazing elements we already have features we already have seven and the best goalkeeper who was the best, best goalkeeper of all to goalkeeper but this is a heart right we talk we i said it before uh, because amounts of saves is not i think representative for best goalie so then how do we figure out who was the best goalie you could say maybe in diamond league uh, who stopped loads of goals? Uh, who, like, yeah, because the Diamond League is always going to be a competitive league, right? So in theory, yes. I which guess you, is yeah, like a Diamond League goalkeeper who uh, with a team who had not a lot of goal against, but was maybe. Not. I mean, the, the 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 top goalkeeper for Diamond this season was Anders Bjering for Londinium FC. Who saved forty? He had forty saves this season, which, to give some context, they did concede the second most amount of goals in in the division. So that's one potential candidate. Just yeah. the top. Well, if top I think one. if we look at that list of of like amount of saves, maybe. Uh, from Samba so Samba FC ended as third one and their goalie is fourth so you could say they scored a lot of goals and they were pretty productive and their goalie saved so much that they could score still so much points so that's like uh, Albino Jago Albino could be candidate one better from that you've got Basel's team who are fourth who scored the same amount of goals and conceded the same amount of goals as Scrubs Samba, yes, and he got more, yeah. more saves, so you probably could say him, yeah. So, him then, so Wilmer Serrano. So, I yeah. guess that could be our pick. Like, he, he he had a lot of saves and he really helped his team perform pretty well in the league, yeah. So, that's our answer. 
Let's go for that. Let's go for him then. Wilmer Serrano, best goalie. If we do another one of these sort of like Q&A sessions, we have to see some stats, like a proper leaderboard, you know, about sort of saves and, and whatever to make that easier. Question 11. <laughs> another movie question from Shuttle. Does the Christmas tree scene in Lethal Weapon qualify it as a Christmas movie? So I'm going to out myself here and go, I've never seen that. Me neither. Um, but then it's still the same question. Like, can Christmas movies be a bit violent and yeah i think so christmas is it's it shouldn't be too cozy like let me have a look yeah. quickly google weapon c <laughs> if i see a christmas tree in it then i'll give them it there's a is that a christmas tree in the background okay i think they're like a christmas they're like shuffling it for christmas trees or something i don't know yeah we'll give it a christmas well, yeah, it's a christmas movie yeah it's a christmas movie. right three more left 16. Six. This is actually what we wanted to come up because we're going to answer this in the New Year's episode. Because this is a really good question from Nat Darkseyes and says, what's your MFL resolution for 2024? Which is a superb question. And one, that you'll have to wait until next Monday to get our answer for in yes. the New Year's episode. Yeah, that episode will all be about our resolutions for 2024. two baby and it's number two <laughs> final two and number two and number two is from btg law with the addition of more cdm focused formations how much do you think we will see them used this next season and are you planning on using one uh, of the new formations so it's actually two questions so what about cdm uh, do you think we'll see them more i guess we already saw them Quite a lot. Uh, do you like CDMs? I think you also like to play with CDMs. No? I like playing with CDMs, um, but I don't really care if it's if his position on his cards is CDM. You know how like this season you can yeah. like a CDM and centre mid that sort of thing. Obviously that'll be different next season with the mm. position familiarity piece. But I'm not I'm not massively concerned if I haven't got a CDM. But my personal preference, I like to have one of my whether it's a midfield three or midfield two, I like to have one of them as being slightly more defensively orientated, which I guess sort of answers that. Yeah, question. same. You want to have a balanced midfield with one guy who's doing like the dirty work, right? Who's good at defending and physical, and uh, who makes sure the other guys can shine and do their dribbles, and he uh, cleans up the mess when they make a mistake. Yeah. So in general, um, everyone shoots consider having some kind of CDM role, at least in there. So I think we'll see them a lot. About then, planning on using one of the new formations. Well, with 10 new ones being added, I'm pretty sure I'll experiment with them and probably adopt one. Uh, what about you? Probably won't use them because I'm quite happy with the ones that have already come out. Like, as in... This season, I've used four two three one and four three three, and I've had great success. We'll call it this season with four three three and three four three as well. So I'll probably experiment like you for maybe a preseason tournament. Use them then, but at the end of the day, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So that's my attitude right now. If I'm currently playing well, why should I experiment at the at the sacrifice yeah. of um of losing potential trophy? 
bit selfish and a bit arrogant like that, I guess. I might, I might try something like three four one two. It's a bit like the formation that many teams play, and uh, it's also what the Dutch team uh, started playing when they realized other countries are are a bit better. So just having like good wing backs, good defensive midfielders, playmakers in there. One attacking midfielder and two strikers who stay up and score goals. I like quite like that one. So maybe, yeah, maybe I'll okay, try. fair enough. And I guess onto our final. I'm not going to spin it because we know it's our final one. It's number thirteen, which which links quite nicely to the question we've just answered, which is from Ricardo, and he says, "What is the best formation?" <laughs> the best I'm going formation, to just say one yeah. formation here. For me personally, at the moment, it's four three three. That's my best formation. It's won me two trophies this year. Obviously, a lot of it's down to your players, but four three three right now for me, I really like. Yeah, and then I would say four two three one because I play that a lot and I like it a lot. And it almost got me a league title. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not really. But yeah, I, I like that uh, balance there also. Two CDMs, three attacking midfielders, striker. So, will be my choice. So yeah, there we go, everyone. That's the Christmas episode of the When Dirt Cast. Thank you all so very much for listening. We hope you have an amazing Christmas and following few days. Between now and next Monday with the New Year's one, the Boxing Day and the end of season tournament will be kicking off. So good luck for you and your games in there. And we will see you next Monday for the New Year's resolution or should I say see you next year Merry Christmas Merry Christmas everyone Merry MFLmas ha <laughs> ha